and welcome to Conversation with the Chef. I'm Jo Ritty and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Jeremy Raven at Drumplings. Drumplings is one of those places where you walk in and the dining space is cool, kind of edgy, you already know that the food's going to be delicious because, well, cheeseburger dumplings, how could they not be? Then you walk out the back and it's all artificial grass and street art and basically an oasis of courtyard chic in the middle of the city. I sat down with Jeremy, the magician behind the intriguing dumplings, and it seemed right that he sat against the painted wall so that it looked as though a butterfly had alighted on his shoulder. Jeremy exudes the delight he has in food, hospitality and travelling the world, and I had a lovely time talking to him. <laughs> Thanks for your time. You're very welcome. Now, I was um, delving into your um, <laughs> an online presence, um, and you're a New Zealander as well, so that's always a great start. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> and, um, Bay of Islands. Yeah, Bay of Islands, nice. Yeah. But you studied at Otago Polytech. I did, is I did. It? So, no, so I, um, I did my apprenticeship in Queenstown. Oh, did you? Yeah, wow. so um, left home uh, at, uh, at a young 15 years old and yep. got on the first plane to Queenstown and... Um, and started my training there, yeah. So yeah. that was. So, uh, so you always knew you wanted to be a chef, is that? Yes. Is it, yes, oh. always, where, always. Where did that come from? Do you? Yeah, it was funny. Um, there is a story behind it, um, and the story is we used to go to a sort of a we had a pub in Kerikeri, and we used to go there, and, and um, well, my mum and dad took me for it to, to like the Sunday carvery roasty thing. And you know, and the chefs were there and looked amazing. You know, with the you know old school big, big proper white, white, white hats, white uniform, um, and knives. You know, and I was like, right, okay, that's uh, that was me. And I said to my dad, I said to my dad, I was eleven. Wow. I said, uh, I want to be a chef. That's really interesting. That's interesting because often people are like, oh, you know, so and so was a really good cook, or or my mum was a really terrible cook. So then I wanted to. My mum was a great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's often polarizing. Yeah. yeah. But knives, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So and then Queenstown because it was Queenstown. And weirdly enough, I went to school with a girl who her dad owned hotel. Okay. And that's how it all started. Yeah. Right. And then I got to with her. I want to be a chef. Oh my god, Dad's got a hotel. He's just bought one in Queenstown. Um, have a conversation with him. I did, and and three months later, I was there. Yeah, fascinating. And so, did it live up to expectations? Yeah, look, it was hard, hard, hard grafting. You know, yeah. this is back in the back in the day. You know, yeah. very, very hierarchy-driven um, space at the time. And, yeah. and and my my first head chef was no exception. You know, yeah. he was uh, he was German, um, and he was full on. Yeah. Um, and it was in a hotel of, of of a large of a large team. Yeah. Um, so you know, look, it was a, it was a, it was a pretty full-on introduction for me. Yeah. Um, but it was also incredible, you yeah. know, because it was so, it was so structured. Because I was school sort of, and I was trained in. I was the last year in New Zealand to be uh, London City and Girls. So, ah. which is incredible. So yeah. I was trained under the traditional, okay. um, you know, the old method, method of traditionally French. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that was my that was my start. Yeah, I think my friend um, Nicola McDermott, who was, was really the inspiration for conversation with the chef. She was a head chef um, in Christchurch, and then went to London, and then came back, and so on. So um, she talked about um, London for you and girls as well. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, it's obviously yeah. an old school thing. It is an old school, and then and then of course I think the year after you know started at um, 
as a, as a New Zealand certificate. Yeah, that. okay. So that's interesting. Yeah. 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 No. No. It was, it was great. You know, it was a, a baptism of fire for sure. But um, yeah. But, but but good at the same time. Yeah, you've had quite a, a path, like a, quite a journey from there, and you're kind of now more into, I guess, concepts and so on, um, rather than being on the pans. Is that fair to say? Fair yeah. to say. Yeah. Fair to say. Yes. I. Um, you know, I've been through sort of a lot of different um, avenues, and I, I lived in London for 15 years. Oh, did you? Right, yeah. And London was really sort of eye-opening for me because... Did you go straight from New Zealand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 95, I went to London. Um, and, you know, it was brilliant because that's where I kind of started to think outside of the kitchen space, mm. you know. Product development was my was my thing, you know, because mm. I'm very good at just, you know, understanding different sort of concepts from done a lot of traveling yeah um traveled the world really um and have picked up a lot of you know sort of knowledge about food and cultures and, and sort of what inspirations and drives you know sort of different different you know the trade routes and you know how it all sort of began um origins and stuff yeah um so yeah that's what really fascinates me though about chefs is this idea of a concept but then to make a concept happen you have to have a really good idea of flavor and well, flavour profile and then technique. There's a lot going on, isn't there? Just to there can't, you can't just have an eye. You can't just go, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Exactly right. And that and 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 that is very much drumpings. Yeah. You know, and that's what sort of has enabled us here to be successful mm. on that level. Because you know, when we sort of when we came up with the concept and we're thinking about you know cheeseburger dumpling, mm. you know, we had to make sure that it was. It was absolutely amazing mm. on every level, mm. you know. Couldn't become a gimmick. No. Because if it was a gimmick, we would have failed. Yeah. You know. Um, so, you know, the key was to understanding, you know, what is the what is the true flavour profile of a cheeseburger, mm. you know. And and look, it's the, it's the globally recognised flavour, and it's it's McDonald's. It absolutely. Do you and know? It's that combination, isn't it, of pickle and the sauce or and the cheese and the sesame seeds? Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, I hate to I hate to admit that, but um. And how do you distill that? How do you go about doing that so it works in a dumpling? It's just about you know we we, we literally create it exactly like you're going to make a cheeseburger. So mm. we grill the meat, the cheese goes on it, and everything's separate, and then it's all put together, and, and, and then makes the makes the dumpling itself. Mm. Um, so look, at, again, you were absolutely right. It's, it's flavour profile. Mm. It's about understanding and getting that mix right. Um, but with all, all our jumpers are the same. So, you know, um, even the curry, the beef rendang, you know, traditional, traditional, um, you know, flavours and... Um, you know, and that's what's why they've been a very, very standout product. Yeah, I hear a lot you of know. people talking about them. Yeah, yeah, they, they are. Look, at <laughs> the, we uh, we have a have a great following already. You know, yeah. we're only a year and a half um, old as a business, so you know we're still very, very young in the in the market, I guess. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're 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 definitely on the cusp of something quite large. I okay. think. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and we want to take the business to the next level. We want to. Um, we want to roll it out as a brand. Um, won't probably be this model that you see here, but mm. be much more a grab and go. And that's where it began. Yeah. It began as a sort of quick, quick turnaround, you know, quick service product. Mm. Um, so yeah, that's kind of where we're, where we're heading. Do you think when you were first starting off, would you ever imagine this is what you'd be doing as a chef? Or no. You probably couldn't imagine because back in the '90s or eight into the 80s it's hard to imagine where food 
would go. That's a very, very, very good point. No, I would never have thought this. You know, I was, um, yeah, when I began, I probably, what my, my, my vision would have been, you know, I'd be working in Michelin star type. Yeah. That was kind of where I was, where my direction was heading. Yeah. You know, we, 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 in all the restaurants, my initial restaurants, um, you know, I worked with Graham Brooks in Auckland, you saw number five, you know, and so I've worked with some pretty serious chefs. Mm. Um, Simon Galt, worked with Simon Galt as well. Um, I opened a restaurant with him in Auckland. Um, so, you know, we, I think my, that was kind of my path until so I... So you're an ambitious chef, and now the ambitious path is slightly different from what maybe you thought, but it's still, you've still achieved, like, you, yes. you know. Yes, very much. And Which is obviously true. doing really well. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's so, interesting. And then, yeah, and and the the restaurants you're working in in London with a sort of Michelin star or hotel. No, or? that's and that's I guess is where it started. You know, I started okay. to make that split. Yeah. I worked in a restaurant called um, called the Boulevard. And it was in Covent Garden, and I worked there for nearly six years. It's pretty good going, isn't it, for very, chefs to very stay? Very good going. <laughs> It totally, you know, it was a, it was a mad, mad job too. You know, it was a, it was a, it took a lot of my, um, yeah, a lot of, a lot of my soul went into that that position. You know, it was a six years of hard, hard. You know, it was a big restaurant, mm. you know, two hundred fifty seater um, brasserie in the middle of Covent Garden. It was super busy. Mm. You know, five hundred covers a day, sort of thing, and, and it was just relentless. Mm. But um, and that and that's also when I started looking outside of going I can't do this for the rest of my life right yeah and that was really the key and that was yeah. and that was where it all changed um and then lucky I got an opportunity to do product de- development for for a brand yeah yeah I, just, I mean obviously I'm not a chef so I wouldn't know but I was gonna say I wouldn't even know where you where, where do you begin so what where do you begin obviously with the um like a cheeseburger dumpling idea you're thinking how do I distill that how do I capture that flavor but you know, for other products, you know, where, where do you begin? Is it, are you, are you I guess you're going from your repertoire of flavour and experience, but are you, do you also, are you a cookbook person, Instagram, I mean, is it, or is it just everything comes together and then you filter it out? Yeah, I, um, I have written a cookbook. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I've, uh, it's called The Ravenous Journals. Um, okay. It's my surname's Raven, so. Yeah. Um, and my business in London was called Ravenous. Okay. Um, I had a private dining business in London. Oh, yeah, wow. Yeah, it was mad. You used to go to people's homes and do That would have been private fascinating. Dinner party. Yeah, yeah it, was, it, was, it was mad, yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, begin, it begins from having an understanding of, of core products and, and core ingredients and how. How they come together, and and, and and that comes from my own passion and in, in the in the travelling side of you mm. know, and, and, and in my sort of global research of food. Yeah. To be able to understand that, right? Well, that you know, there's the whole philosophy behind it, and, and, and to bring it together into mm. into you know a, an amazing dish. Yeah, and I guess you're also thinking of audience because I know um, a couple of chefs I've spoken to, you know, I've said. That we've had to move away from this um, the chef dictating what we eat in terms of just doing really, really crazy stuff to thinking about well what what do people realistically want to eat and, That's right. you know it's not actually about the chef I know. Uh, you know I know. <laughs> And you know, but in a, in a lot of cases, it, it, it actually you know people are people are going to these places as destination because of the chefs. And, yeah. Um, you know, look, they 
yeah, there's some pretty crazy chefs out there doing some crazy stuff at the moment. Yeah. Um, you know, even even in Melbourne, the food landscape is pretty pretty uh, pretty transient. Um, yeah. Look, you know, well, I I always just um, I always think simple. Mm. You know, it's simple, simple, good ingredients. You know, amazing local. Always think local. I'm a very local. I'm, I'm a Kiwi, so you know we, we, we're we're quite fresh yeah. at heart. Um, so yeah, I, I just draw on what's natural and what's what's available. Um, you know, all of my menus are based around um, you know current and seasonal, um, and try to you know not not to not to uh, look at imported products as much yeah. as we possibly can. You yeah. Know? Um, so yeah, simple, simple for me, simple roots. Simple product, but done effectively and amazingly, and, and, and people love it. Yeah, you know, yeah. they love that sort of sim, sim, you know, absolutely, simply, yeah, you know, homely type environment. You know, yeah, um, and that's and that's what's uh, been success of mine. I yeah, think, you know, without going crazy, and that's kind of why I never went down that Michelin star style kind of, you know, um, too funky and too over overplayed. You mm. know. Um, and look, hats off to, to, to all of those of guys. Course. They're they're amazing. Yeah. You know, and I'd never uh, you know, but um, yeah, not not for me. No, and I guess you know I was um, in your LinkedIn where you mentioned um, the dumpling philosopher, or and, and I think you were talking before about having a philosophy, and I guess that's it, isn't it? The simple yes. and and you've found, and I also have been talking lately. Everyone talks about sustainability, and I think it's also about sustainability of the the chefs themselves in terms of recognizing when what you need to do for you to make it about your lifestyle and not you know not wearing yourself thin so you can't continue in that role so, so you've obviously really found that yeah yeah no I had to I, I yeah definitely you know look I I um, not young anymore and it, it is the, the, the full kitchen thing it, it is a young it is a young a young a young chef's game really you yeah know, you sort of get to a point where you know, family becomes important, and, yeah. and all of those kind of. You look, start looking at your life and going, oh, you know, it's kind of. Um, and then, of course, I, you know, um, I have a have a son, have an eight-year-old son, and mm. you know that most certainly makes you change yeah. your view on you know time spent away. Yeah. So, um, and does so he yeah. love the dumplings? Oh my God, he's a, yeah, <laughs> my, my biggest fan. Yeah, of course he is. He is yeah. <laughs> no, awesome. he is. He's, he's brilliant. Um, yeah, he loves it. He loves coming here. He loves, uh, you know, being being part of the environment. Well, yeah, so. they're very cool, Dad. Yeah. Um, and so, what would you be your advice for young people wanting to get into the industry at this stage? Um, oh, look, absolutely. You know, I, I, I just to be to be ready for some very very hard work because mm. it's hard graft. You know. Um, but be open to to you know thinking thinking outside the box. Mm. Um, you know the, the the generations coming through now. You know the, the, they are a very different beast now. You know the kids um, of, of of the current. But um, you know we've we've got a great little team here, mm. and they are sort of made up of, the, of very much of that younger that younger crew. And you know um, and just to be open open to learn. Learn and, and, and take it in, and, but also embrace it uh, and find your own path. Mm. You know, find your where, what, what you you know what what the focus will be for you in the future. Um, and I did that early, yeah. so I was quite lucky. Yeah. Um, you know, 
wasn't one that just uh, sort of just you know went around in circles for too long. So yeah, um, yeah, that would be my advice. Good advice. But work hard. Yes. Yeah, get stuck in. Yeah, absolutely. And do you think? Because there's a lot of talk too around the um, around hospitality in general, just with the state of the economy and Uber Eats and all that kind of stuff. Do you? Are, you know, is there is it going to be a future to hospitality and to restaurants and to people coming out for dinner? Yeah, yeah, there, there, there is. It's it's the one thing. I mean, look, you see now, for example, I'm going to just pull this out of the hat. So I, I used to live in Port Melbourne, lived down there for um, nearly 10 years when we first came back to Australia. Um, and, you know, even just Bay Street, the high street down there, you know, every what would used to be, I guess, retail shops, clothing, fashion, you know, they're all they're all gone and they've been replaced by food and beverage. Yeah, true. So, you know, the industry is continuously expanding. Um, and yeah, unf- unfortunately, uh, the, the, the people suffer from it as well. You know, it's not uh, it's not for everybody. And, and, and a lot of people try hospitality, think it's going to be an easy work at, you know. Um, like, you know, they go, oh, I can open a cafe, you know, I can make coffee and do all yeah. that. But it's extremely, you know, it, it catches people out. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, uh, you know, I think uh, the hospitality industry as a whole is here to stay and, and, yeah. and will just continue to evolve, I think. Yeah. You know? I think it's as you were saying, you need to have a good product and be consistent with that product yeah, and, and true to who you are, like the person that set it up. And so I think, yeah, it's good modelling. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, we and and even ourselves here, it's about changing and, and, and evolving as well, mm. continuously. You know, mm. can never be complacent. Never, you can never sit still. You know, you have to keep, have to keep it going. Have to keep it moving and, and, and exciting for your customers. You know, yeah. even for even for your you know your regulars and and new people that come in. Um, you know, and that's what we've we've had to have done. We had to do that here. You know, because when we first opened, um, yeah, we we almost had it wrong. You know, the the, the, the presentation of the model and, and how, you know, we kind of treated this side as 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 what the grab and go model was going to be. Okay. And it really, you know, we had to just go, wow, no, not working, and change quickly. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, um, and we still are. You know, we still are. We'll we'll, we'll never stop evolving. Um, and Dion, uh, Dion is incredible with his, uh, you know, his his focus on branding as well, um, and that's been our success. You know, yeah. we're we're tapped into the social world, mm. you know, and we make everything look amazing. And um, you know, everyone's just, you know, everyone just takes photo of everything all the time. So yeah. it's brilliant. Yeah. You know, and you know, we, we we know we know that millennials are our you know, are our customer, so, yeah. you know, we give it back to them. Yeah. Cool. It's important. Thank you. That's plenty. Thanks very much. Amazing, Joe. Thank you very much. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Joe Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.